What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of Vulnerability is the New Sexy. In this episode, I sat down with a couple that I've been counseling, a very young couple, and they expressed some of the things that they've been experiencing in counseling and, and kind of what it's like to have a relationship in today's social media age. Uh, and I, I invited my wife in so that she can add to the conversation and, and, and give input. Uh, this was a very fun episode to record. And I'm really, really excited to bring it to you. I feel like if you're dealing with a relationship, no matter what age you're, you are, or even if you're dealing with uh, sh- uh, the struggle of deciding whether or not you should be in counseling or, or wondering what can counseling bring to your life, I feel like this uh, episode will shed some light and hopefully uh, influence someone's decision out there uh, that, you know, there's... Um, there's always room and space in our lives to, to, to get better and, and, and counseling is just a piece of that. But like I said, very excited to bring this episode to y'all. Um, I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy recording it. Uh, with that being said, here you go. All right, Jalen and Tay, I wanted to bring y'all on my podcast because uh, y'all are kind of unique in a way that, uh, you know, a lot of young couples today are just going through the motions and, uh, you know, trying to see what they can do and see how they can be and exist in each other's world. But y'all have taken extra steps in order to, uh, you know, uh, like be happy and coexist with one another. And I thought that was an important message to get out there to other young couples um, first, I want y'all to just kind of say, you know, tell, tell everybody how old y'all are and kind of what y'all relationship status is right now. Gotcha. So, so do you want us to like introduce ourselves separately or kind of just like do it together? However you want to do it, it's fine. I mean, we're just having a regular conversation. You don't got to be right. super formal. You know, you've heard the show. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Jalen. I'm 20 years old. And I'm Tasia. I'm 21 years old. Okay. And I asked my wife to sit in because I just thought it would be interesting for her to, to you know, give her perspective because, you know, y'all are really inquisitive and you're always asking questions. And I'm always giving y'all, you know, my perspective, but that's only one half of the, you know, one half of the equation. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared of what he's given. <laughs> I'm sure he'll tell you. He's been pretty, pretty, I mean, I'm pretty, you know, honest, I think. Well, when we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Um, First, I want to talk about the reason that y'all decided to sign up for couples therapy at such a young age. Y'all are currently, you know, seeing each other, but in y'all living together, y'all are not, uh, y'all are not married yet. Um, Y'all are very young and y'all met in high school. Is that all correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, before you even tell us why y'all became a couples coach, tell us about like how y'all met and the beginning of your relationship? So we met um, when we were in ninth grade, but we didn't start actually dating until we were seniors. Um, I think our second semester of our senior years when we started dating, uh, we went on a few dates before then, you know, just talking and stuff, but we had an understanding that we did like each other, but didn't actually pursue a relationship until we were seniors. 
And then y'all, um, y'all graduated same time, right? Yes. Yeah, when y'all decided to be together, how long um, did y'all decide after graduation that y'all were going to like move in together? I think like a year and six months, about. Yes, we moved in. We decided it was at a point when we were together a year, six months that we decided we would start working towards moving together, but we actually moved in together a few weeks before our two year anniversary. So we were together for two years before we actually moved in together. For sure. So I don't know, if, I don't know was I that kind of age when I had my first live in relationship. What was it like you know, originally when y'all decided like to cohabitate? Did you learn anything new about each other or was it? Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, especially with us being young, like we was thinking that like, when we move together, it's gonna be like better in 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 a sense, like our relationship is gonna be better. Cause we were thinking like, okay, you will be your mama house, I'm on my mama house. We ain't gotta do all this extra stuff to see each other. We ain't got to do this extra stuff to go on dates and stuff. But I feel like um, when we moved in together, that did tell a lot about each other. Um, the good and the bad. So definitely it showed a different side. Yeah, and I agree. I thought it was going to be like, oh, my gosh. Which it is. It still was, like, cool. Us seeing each other every day. It was like, wow. Like, I really don't have to get in my car go over there, leave at a certain time. Yeah. But I've seen how men live now. So Very sweet. it definitely opened my eyes. <laughs> Weeping generalization. Uh, <laughs> did y'all find this uh, place together or was it somebody already had it and another one just moved in or how did it work? How did that work? Yeah, so we looked together. Um, and a quick thing to note as well, like from the beginning of our relationship, like we always like since like really before we even got together, we were already kind of like talking about what our future was held on. Like we wanted to be married at a certain age. We wanted to move in together at this time. We want to have kids together at this time. So I feel like a big reason why we kind of moving so fast and doing stuff is because that we already kind of knew we was on the same frequency. That makes sense. These are the kind of conversations y'all having, like in in senior year in high school. Yeah. Yes, specifically, I remember like so clearly when we first um, started to date. Jalen told me if we're together like two, three years, he's like if we're together two, three years after high school, it's really no reason why I can't see us getting married. If we're together that long, then at that point we need to be making steps towards you know marriage because after that it's like we kind of just playing around with each other's yeah. time and i was on the same page i i've always believed in young love and getting married young i didn't want to be like in my 40s just then finding a husband not anything wrong with that but that's not what i wanted for my life right so for me i i i was having my own apartment at 16 and i was staying by myself and you know i had that first shot of independence um being alone i mean it wasn't the greatest experience in the world under the circumstances but for y'all y'all first shot of independence i'm understanding this came at the same time like y'all didn't like live alone or by yourselves at any point it's just straight from your parents or your caregivers to this situation correct 
So in doing that, um, how do y'all like split up the response? How do you, first of all, how do you learn the responsibilities of, you know, taking care of your own home? And like, how do y'all, how did y'all divide or talk about splitting up the responsibilities of taking care of your home? So um, another thing to note is that we're both like entrepreneurs. So since I was 17, I've been doing real estate and like I created a real estate business. And I feel like that matured me a lot. So like before I was really by myself, I felt like I was by myself because I was doing like like big business at a young age. So I feel like that matured me faster. So and she's also an entrepreneur. So I feel like since she was young as well. So I feel like that helped us mature. So when we got together and we was like, okay, we about to move in together. We basically just lined up each responsibility. Like what you want to do? Or what do you feel comfortable doing and what do I feel comfortable doing? And we just wrote it down on a paper. And then that's kind of what we've been abiding by um, since we moved in together. Yeah, I feel comfortable sharing what that is. So um, Jalen pays, like, he handles really the financial side of us living together, like the rent and all of that. Um, I agree to cook, clean, handle, like, really how our cosmetically our home looks. So, and take care of the dog. So kind of like what I've seen in a way growing up, like my mom handled most of the cleaning and cooking though her and my dad did split that up. That's something I've seen. So, and I know I'm really like, I like being clean. So I know I'm clean correctly every time. So I was okay 100% with having that responsibility. So it worked out, you know, wrote this down on a paper, it worked out that both of you communicated what you wanted and needed from the situation and y'all both got what y'all wanted and needed from the situation, no conflict? For sure. And yeah. how long has it been? Um, it's actually been a year today. Okay. This day, last year, we moved in together. Mm. Y'all do anything to celebrate? No, because I just realized that when you asked. <laughs> I just realized when you asked. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I want to ask y'all, going back to my what I originally was going to ask, is what made y'all decide? Because a lot of people, especially young, not only young people, but young Black people, we are not, um, you know, exposed to mental health and therapy uh, generally. Um, so what made y'all feel comfortable reaching out and seeking uh, couples counseling uh, and, and like what what drew y'all to that? Well, for me, um, I've been in counseling or dealing with um, therapy since I was in eighth grade. So I have experience with different counselors and I've seen how it's worked out for me. But um we just that's something even his family or his mom always is pressed like you know y'all need to get in counseling especially y'all want to get married y'all have your own issues to work through and stuff to work through together so hearing that and then also me having my experience with counseling it was easier to step into something like this and pursue that mm, agreed and my, my mom um she was really pressing it she was really um, like just keep reiterating it 
And really what it boiled down to was we tried it our way and we needed somebody else to help us. Because um, I feel like one of the biggest, well, one of the hardest things to do is maintain a relationship with your significant other. So my mindset was I'm spending all this time in like my business, I'm spending all this time in other areas, but if I'm, I'm not spending any time maintaining my relationship, and that's one of the hardest relationships, things to maintain in life. So I'm neglecting that. And if I neglect it, then, and not saying it's going to fall down, but I feel like the more work you put into something, the better. So might as well put in the work now and go ahead and, and two, three, four years down the line, I'm going to thank myself and be like, thank God we did that. When you got, you know. No, I was just saying, wow. I told you, right? Mm-hmm. When, uh, when you yeah. got, when you got people surrounding you, uh, your age, and are you, have you, do you tell them that y'all are in couples counseling or do y'all kind of keep that private or? I do. That's I'm a black one now. You tell, people. People. Okay. you tell people, okay. And and they have good reactions, like. Okay. Yeah, I recommend it to people now. Mm-hmm. Like I truly recommend it. When you when you when you initially start telling people, especially people y'all age, I mean, and and they might have their relationships. Nobody nobody criticizes y'all. Nobody says that's crazy or that's too much. No, but in all honesty, it's crazy you asked that. A few days ago, I told one of my older you know I do lashes, so I told one of my older clients, and I actually got a ooh y'all in counseling from her, and I was like. Oh. Like you felt yeah. like it was, <laughs> felt like it was critical. Yes, because you know I'm so young, and of course we're in counseling because we're making those steps towards marriage. And you know, some people they feel like marriage and love has an age next to it. So it's like, oh, you think you're ready for that? Like, uh, yeah. Why, why, why do y'all recommend counseling to uh, people y'all age or people in general? So um, the biggest reason, well, I can't say the biggest reason, but one big reason was you, because like you were like from day one, you were like great on being honest about certain stuff and really truly helping us. And I feel like you like genuinely cared about it. It wasn't like a thing in which like you, you just was doing it. Like you, I feel like you genuinely cared to see our relationship prosper. And like, like it was, it was like a connection you had Gate like I feel like we got kind of got a connection into where like this like you was a big reason because I was like the quality of counsel you were or are and also like a third unbiased opinion. I feel like everybody needs that because if you're talking to your parents or if you're talking to your friends, they could be on your side every time. And even if they say they're unbiased, it is I feel like that's human nature to be biased, even if you think you're not, you are. And seeing it from somebody else and basically what you told us just confirmed that. So I feel like people just need a third opinion to help them and find a good quality counsel as well. Yeah, and even beyond a third opinion, um, just the education that comes with counseling, it helped um, to, I tell people all the time, like there are certain things that I felt that I couldn't articulate that I learned in counseling, like how to communicate my feelings, things such so small as how I tell him how I feel, 
a big difference. I learned how to communicate that in a major way that changed like the whole trajectory of how we communicated. Like I learned communication is more than just saying words. It's how you say them, when you say them, like all that is so important. I tell people, you will learn a lot about the person that you're with and yourself when you're in counseling and it's only beneficial. Like either you see it's gonna work or you just see it's not gonna work. But either way, you're gonna get where you need to go if you get in counseling. You um, when you when you first turned the screen on and you saw me, like, um, before you even did that, what was your what were you expecting? And then how long did it take you to realize, all right, this is this is for real? Like he's not playing. So my um opinion was so before <laughs> I was praying, I was praying to God. I was like, Lord, give me direction and give me like really just direction to speak through the counselor. So that's kind of what I was expecting. And I feel like I got that 100%. And when I when I first turned on the screen, I was like, dang, it's go time. <laughs> so that was my. I was a little nervous. Um, even though I had been in counseling before, I had never done couples counseling. So I didn't know what it would be like when two people bring like, okay, this is what I think is wrong, this is what he thinks is wrong, and we're gonna get this all to you, and how are we gonna fix this? Yeah. So I was nervous about how it was gonna go. When I seen you, I was like, he's like, he cool, he got earrings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I promise that's exactly what I thought. I was like, he got earrings, cool. They, they, they told me I give off cool teacher vibes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you? Tay, did you have any, uh, when you saw that, or did you have any, like, apprehension thinking, oh, here's another male, it's going to be, they're going to gang up on me, um, um, did you, were you worried at all it was going to be like that when you saw that I was a male? Um, not, I did have the concern of wondering if y'all would gang up on me, because I feel like because of who we were going to before, I did have that feeling before, like, ooh, everybody side with him, but you being a male, it comforted me as well because I knew that he would be more open to what came from another male. Like, this is another man telling you this. So, and he's and you were married. I'm like, yeah, take heed to what he's saying. He married, he man, you know, he know. Yeah. So it was, I was nervous, but it was also comforting as well. Um, Jalen, at times in like, especially in like in a couple of first couple of sessions, like. You know, we was actually kind of going at it a little. Like I had to get hard on you a few times. Um, <laughs> when you think about them times, tell me what goes through your mind. So I'm, I'm a strong-headed person. So um, I really needed like you were like I feel like God gave us like a perfect counsel because like you wasn't scared to get hard on me. So I at the moment it was like. This is what I need. Like, I need somebody to be on me like that. Like, my personality is just how I am. So, looking back at it, I'm thankful for it because it's like, that's basically what I need. And I know my personality. I'm very strong headed, very like stuck in my ways in a sense. So, it need sometimes I need to be pushed hard mm -hmm. to kind of help me. That's good, man. You, you, and, you, and you've done great, man. I, I can tell you that I acknowledge that over and over again. You know, you've really done great. And I'm really proud of you. 
Um, when I think about, um, you know, couples counseling, people come in there and they, and they're having arguments and they think that what it's going to be is I'm going to sell my side and, and they're going to tell their side and the couple, the counselor is going to tell us who's right and who's wrong. Right. And, and I, I'm telling you, like, when, it, when, did y'all believe it was going to be like that when you, when you signed up? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and what has it been like? It was so shocking that it was it was no right or wrong. It's just the right way to handle it, the wrong way to handle the situation. But it opened um, for me. It opened my eyes to understanding there's two sides to a story, and that both people's sides are valid and understanding. Like everyone has a reason why they do what they do or say what they say. So understanding the reason, like when we got to the deeper reasons behind any argument and stuff, it just came down to, oh, really it was the way we handled it. Like how you feel is valid, how I feel is valid. And there's just, we have to learn how to feel how we feel and go about handling it in healthy ways. It was really like the conflict resolution that was an issue rather than, oh, you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah, for sure. And then add on top of that, one of the things I remember you seeing when we first got counseling is like we need to see our realities so we need to understand basically y'all reality because at the end of the day your side is your reality so you have to know your reality I feel like to get to the bottom of what's really the issue yeah and I also told y'all that um if you're looking for somebody to tell you who's right and wrong y'all got the wrong one yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, that's irrelevant. You know who's right and who's wrong. What it's really about is, uh, you know, understanding each other's reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm as I'm te- as I'm teaching y'all, like uh, I I have my wife sit in because the stuff that y'all are learning from me is stuff that I'm learning in real time. You know, because I wasn't uh, 20 and 21 picking up counseling and trying to understand how to communicate. So. Um, I definitely, again, that's why I'm always commending y'all because it's like, I, I really, you know, I try not to have regrets, but I really wish I would have learned some of those communication skills as a young person so that, it, you know, but despite all of that, you know, yeah, despite all of that, you know, we, you know, about to hit 14 next, uh, next month, you know, Man. 14 years of just marriage, you know, it's a long time <laughs> it's yeah, it is a very long time and i and i, I had my wife sit in because y'all always get my perspective and y'all always asking me questions and uh um in case y'all had any questions you know from the, the female side of the street you know she's here so um and you can be at random if you have any you know jalen you're good at just popping out questions at random <laughs> 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 But if you have any, you know what I mean, just ask and uh and uh we'll get to it. Okay. I'm just amazed that they're 20 and 21. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just I love it. Right. I know, especially like just in the black community, how counseling is looked at. And so especially when it comes to relationships, it's like they're even harder, like. Ooh, y'all in counseling? Because people think at 2021, I should be having 10 boyfriends. And I don't think I should have 10 boyfriends. (laughs) 
So a lot of people, they like, like, whoa, y'all are young. So it's understandable. Like you feeling that way, like y'all are young and that's, it's, but it's a good thing. It shows a level of maturity and responsibility. When I was y'all age, when we were y'all age, if you broke up with somebody, there's a good chance you wouldn't see them for a couple months or not hear about anything that they were doing for a couple months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it's everywhere. Now it's everywhere. Now you just get on and like, you know, you, 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 even if you break up with somebody three, five, six years ago, you can still see what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. So I want to talk, I want to ask you about the challenges of maintaining a committed relationship in y'all era, in the social media era. Yeah. I feel like it did. Social media changed the game um, because, um, like you were saying, like if you break up, you'll be able to see them. I feel like the temptation is more because, like, really, like, I mean, I just feel like it's more temptation on social media because it ain't like you got to walk outside. You can just get on your phone and see, be tempted at any time, any point. Um, I feel like. Social media, like, if you're young, you got to have, like, whatever y'all going to do, you guys got to write it down. Because I feel like social media also, you get problems on it. So that got to be on the same accord on how y'all feel about it and what y'all want to do. Um, because everybody different, everybody boundaries are different. So if you lay out yours, then y'all, you and your party just know, like, okay, this is my restrict. This is what I want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. But yeah, that's how I feel like social media definitely changed it. Um, I feel like, well, not really what I want you to do, I don't want you to do. I feel like the problem with our generation with social media is that people are insecure and don't have self-control. Like, to me, that's bottom line on top. That's what it is. Because um, the whole, oh, my boyfriend be like in this girl picture and this girl picture, insecure. You dudes DMing other girls, no self-control you know, doing stuff that you know you're not supposed to do. And it's there for everyone to see. Like if my boyfriend go like a girl picture, everybody who followed that girl gonna see it. And I'm gonna be crying every day if I just let that get to me. And, but that's the era that we live in. People do that. I see posts all the time. I don't want my boyfriend and a whole bunch of girl and every girl likes or whatever. Like it's a like. Definitely. <laughs> let it go. Like he needs to delete his page. Then I feel like people have so many problems with social media that it just comes down to if it's that big of an issue, y'all just don't need to have social media and be in a relationship. So it definitely comes like it involves like you have to have a lot of self security, um, self control to have a relationship in this era. You have to know the person that you with. You have to know yourself and what you bring to the table. Like it's always going to be someone cuter than me who got more followers than me or whatever, but there's never going to be another me. And if you want to go out there and try to find it, good luck. I ain't going to be here when you come back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do y'all think is more important? Uh, the, The communication regarding the boundaries that Jalen was talking about, establishing those boundaries or the dealing with and treating the insecurities that uh, Tasia is talking about. Which one do y'all think is more important to deal with? Treating. Um, because especially even before we got in counseling, we tried to put stuff on paper and like tried to, 
try to do stuff like, okay, communicate, we got it on paper, but it's like, that don't matter. That's not fixing the real issue if you ain't right with yourself. So I feel like that's the biggest thing. Well, that sound familiar. Go ahead, Tay. Yeah, and I agree. I agree 100% because <laughs> even with setting boundaries, just without having, like, you know, I said, being secure in yourself, what you bring to your relationship, you'll always find an issue in it. You're always going to find something because as long as I'm insecure, I'm going to find something to be insecure. So, yeah, you're not doing this. Or even if you break it even the smallest way, I'm going to find the issue. And then, um, like you've told us before, when you don't treat the insecurities, your own personal things, you just bring them into another relationship. So if we were to break up, cool, I can go sit down with someone else. It don't fix the problem that I'm insecure. I don't have self-control. So I definitely feel like it's more important to treat the insecurities and the things that you have going on personally before y'all um over just oh we're not going to do this on social media yeah treat that and set boundaries but make sure you're good because if you're not good it's really never going to be good y'all really be listening huh uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm proud of y'all y'all really, y'all really be listening to what i'm talking about i just be saying stuff and <laughs> I got a question for you, Donna. Yes. So, um, what do you feel like um, is one of the most important things in a relationship? I know Joe was telling me kind of y'all story and stuff. What do you feel like? Do you feel like it's communication? Do you feel like it's some boundary setting? What do you feel like is the biggest thing in a relationship? Um, I would honestly say it's communication. Okay. And that is something that I don't know how much he shared about us, but that's something that we're still learning to work on, even in our 40s and almost 14 years in. Um, but you definitely have to communicate. You have to keep that line open at all times. Gotcha. So everything. Is Joe a good communicator? I know we must be different. Um, yes, but we all have our, you know. Yeah, little exactly. parts where we kind of we miss we miss that mark I mean we yeah. both do yeah. um and I think some of it's because oh I don't I don't know if I feel like arguing today or I don't know if I feel like hurting his feelings or it, it could be a number of things as to why I personally sometimes shy away from just just forget it I'll just you know you know that phrase pick your battles yeah so yeah. I'm big on that sometimes where I'm just like, you know what, I'll just let it go. But what happens with me is it just builds, it builds, it builds. And then all of a sudden between him and the kids, there's this text message that goes out that cold red, cold red because I don't flew off the handle. Everybody get low. <laughs> You're talking about for her situation, she's the only female in the house of uh, three other males, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and we are every bit of the, I mean, you know, we blow it around here sometimes, but also to, to, to piggyback on what you asked, Jalen, I spent a lot of years not being a good communicator. So, you know, and we've known each other very, very, yeah. And we've known each other a very long time. So you kind of get a, a, a perception of what you think somebody is already. And you like, you don't necessarily, you're not already you don't switch already to their changes so if, if, if i'm making changes if she's making changes 
like it's an adjustment for both of us because we've known each other for so long you know you agree with that yeah and um but we're definitely I believe both of us are definitely better communicators than we once where I felt like in the beginning I I thought I was a good communicator and and she was very reluctant to communicate you know it just wasn't her thing and uh I, I caught myself teaching her and then I fell into a, a place where I didn't communicate well and then it just all, you know, went bad for a little bit. But, you know, we learn, and the, the, we learn, we grow, we get better. But the thing that, that maintains us through the whole thing is the fact that through, through, through it all, we started out as friends and we still maintain, like we still laugh hard with one another, you know, and we met at 14. And like I said, she, like she just said, well, I was 14. She's older than me. Okay. She's older than me but by a couple months. <laughs> so I was a young spry 14 oh and she was a mature goodness. 15. I, can't <laughs> I mean, when it comes to women and uh, men, that's a big age difference. Like that's, you know, me at 14 and Jalen at 14 is like me and a 10 year old to me. So <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I mean, but uh, we've met at that early age and here we are. So we've known each other for that long. And now we're 40 and 40, uh, 41 and, and we're both 41 right now. This is the gap. We're both yeah, 41. We're same age. Yeah, we're both 41. <laughs> so that's a long time. Think about that, 14 to 41, you know? So that's a long time. And, uh, but yeah, we, we still working on it. I want to go back into that um, that temptation y'all was talking about on social media because y'all are both young and you know y'all are both attractive and you got the whole entire world like right in the palm of your hand you know and it's like there's nothing tying y'all together other than an apartment like there's no kids there's no marriage there's no assets or things like that so if somebody gets mad you really could literally just leave you know, and then you can go look through this thing and find something quick, you know, in a matter of minutes. So what is it that for a 21 and a 20 year old person that makes you say, you know what, rather than go out here, I'm just going to persevere and work through this instead of just going out here and, and finding something quick to, you know, uh, satisfy a need or something like that, that I might have. Uh, I would start. So for me personally, and I think it has a lot to do with just my personality. Um, this isn't my this is this is my first serious, like serious committed relationship. But this isn't my first boyfriend at all. Mm -hmm. So I've had a few boyfriends and I just I've already seen what the streets are like. And like you said, the streets not for me. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> and then I I'll care about how people think. I'm not more so of a I'm not fancied by looks and what you post on Instagram and stuff like I'm more so I care about the like the substance you have with you what do you think what do you feel about what goes on in the world or just about life period and because just like how I see with that, their pictures and stuff on social media people also share how they think on social media and I've a lot of people my age just think like idiots to me so <laughs> they do I think of no other way to say it like, I was just telling Jalen I said I think that we both think that a lot of people are like stupid <laughs> so I just I can't deal with that I 
even with any problems that we encounter in our relationship, I understand that I found something good and the maturity that Jalen has. Um, and just even with us going to counseling, how we think is not common for other people. So I observed that I had a good thing. And so I'm like, I don't, that's gonna keep, I don't care about this. Y'all can keep all these dudes and them flashing their money or whatever they wanna do on social media. I got something good in real life. And so I'd rather work to maintain that than go out and try to find something based off of what it looks like on social media. Social media isn't real. Like it's all fake. You can go be anyone you want online, but this is real life. Relationships are real life. Marriage is real life and Instagram won't save you. So that's how I think about it. That keeps me off of there. Like, I don't care how good someone thinks they look or whatever. That has nothing to do with me. That's a bar. And my mindset um, on it is, um, my, my main goal in life is to be a kingdom man and have a kingdom family and really prep my family to really be a difference in the world. So I feel like I have a great partner in Detasia that's going to help me accomplish that goal. And she's on the same frequency and she want to grow in the Lord, grow in the word and stuff like that. I'm not saying I'm the best with it or anything like that, but I know I'm 20 years old and if I keep just being consistent, nurturing the relationship, um, just keep being in my word and stuff like that. Eventually, I'm going to accomplish that goal. And I feel like, again, I got the person that I can hit that goal with. And really, like, the taste has been there since I was, since I was broke, since I had nothing, since I was not who I am today. So I feel like another girl just going to be looking for me for what I can, what I have, honestly. And another thing. Like what I have and not who I am. And I feel like this has really loves me for who I am instead of what I have. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar. Uh y'all are uh people are gonna listen to that and they're gonna say, okay, kingdom man in kingdom marriage. You know, y'all like, you know, y'all shacking up, get the, you know, get the milk for free and all that other stuff, right? Um how do y'all feel about that? Because I know you do have emotions about it. Um, I have mixed feelings. So because we already lived together, it was kind of like, you know, when we did when we moved together, it was us doing our own thing. Of course we did. It was like one of those things, like, it's just like how every, I won't say everybody, but just like there's a lot of things as Christians, people shouldn't do that they just, still continue to do and it's like mm, it's just one of them things so it was one of those things I was like oh we know like this is like shacking and stuff but we just really want to do it but um another thing that pressed us to really like push and like to get more in our word and put God in the center of our relationship was definitely seeing the consequences of like doing things our own way and not putting him in the middle um, so like just y'all live together. So now when you argue, ain't no, you go to your mom's house, I go to my mom's house and we go our two separate ways. No, now you have to sit here in this person's face all the time. And like you said, it's all we have tied to um together is the apartment. So it is just easy to leave. So it just became a constant test of okay, like y'all live together now. Now I have to do something because. 
Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. But it's sometimes I feel bad, but I know we're working towards the steps to move. I don't want to have the mindset because some people be like, you know, that's things that times have changed. Like, yeah, times change, the Bible don't change, rules don't change though. So it's just one of the things like I know I probably we probably moved too early with that, but now we're making steps towards doing the right thing, putting God in the middle so we can get married and this don't have to be us checking up no more. Yeah. Um how I feel about it is um like trying to say like what Tay said when we did move together I was 19. So even though I had it in the back of my mind, I feel like God been I feel like God gave me that vision and he still pressed it down my throat. And back to what I was saying earlier well, you got to be okay with making mistakes. Even if you read the Bible, some of the, his greatest servants made some of the worst mistakes, like Abraham. Um, I, I forgot one of his disciples was a mass killer of Christians. So imagine if they stuck in that spot and this didn't progress. So I feel like, yeah, this it was a mistake doing that, but we're working towards getting married and I'm not going to be so like, dang, I did that. That's going to steer me off my path. I understand. I'm going to get better and top and basically get married and then just keep moving forward. Yeah, and let the first tool that I see and throw the first stone. So. That's right. <laughs> you got any questions before I ask anything else? No. I'm in amazement right now. When you, um, what, what, is some of the, what has been some of the most important things that y'all have learned sitting in session with me uh, what are some of the things that uh, I know sometimes that I might say that might stick in your head, especially in the midst of a conflict arising? We're not each other's um, enemies, that we're teammates, because that's something that's so hard to see, especially when you're having like a heated argument or in any midst of conflict. It's really hard to see that this person is still my teammate, you know, there's still love there. Sometimes, especially with us being so young, like argument just feel like the end of the world sometimes. Like, oh my gosh, this is just, oh, I can't handle it. But when it, when it all boils down, it, like everyone calms down and we talk about it and we understand each other's realities, we see that, oh, the issue isn't you or me, it's you feel this and this is why you reacted this way or I felt this and I reacted this way. I understand how, like, you know, validating each other's feelings and seeing that how we feel is valid. And sometimes a lot of our issues weren't because we personally had an issue with each other, but we had our own personal issues and we're just both like seeing the effects of living with someone who has their own issues. Like these are some things like you're going to deal with when you're living with someone who has insecurities. Like these are some of the issues you'll have. So until they fix their insecurities, you're going to run into this problem. So definitely that we are teammates and that we're not each other's enemy is definitely something like super major and I tell myself every day, even when we're arguing, it's like, this is not your enemy. This is not your enemy. Same exact thing. Like, I was literally about to say it when she said it. So that's a, one of the biggest things we know that's going to be in the What was one of the best exercises that we did that kind of helped y'all uh, 
go about your everyday lives a little better. Appointments, that it? Explain what that yeah, is. I was about to say, what, what does he mean by that? So an appointment is basically like, let's say, for example, I had a, I had somebody to get off my chest or Tay did something and I felt a certain type of way about it. So I asked her, hey, it says, are you, are you, when are you available for an appointment? So that way, like, I'm not forcing her to talk. It gives her the time to kind of relax, not relax, but give her the time to basically, and I also have to tell her what's the appointment for. So it gives her time to think on basically what it is and um, basically right. yeah, get her mind right for it. And then once we go to the appointment, you just, you say how you feel and you don't make you statements. Um, what's a you statement? Give an example. So you don't care about me. You don't, you don't care about, I don't, is that like, yeah. You yeah, don't like, love me. You're me. You're yeah. doing this instead of being when you did this. I, feel. I felt. Yeah, so it, it helps that other person not feel so attacked or they, they don't come off defensive because it don't feel like an attack. Rather, instead of saying you, you kind of redirect it to yourself. Like yeah. when you did this, I felt rather than you did. Right. And the biggest thing that helped this week was letting one person have their time. And also, after you say how you felt, you basically say the other person said, I heard you say this, this, and that to make sure they actually heard. And Joe could be attested this. At first, I was horrible at this. Like, it takes to tell me something like point blank, and it takes, and I couldn't even repeat it to her. And that also helped me understand I was, I was a bad listener. Because if, if you can't repeat what somebody said to you, you was not listening. Yeah. So, once you, a couple um, seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you do what you heard and then you validate that person's feelings and that and you hug afterwards. So you talk about it. That person said, I heard that person validates and you hug. So afterwards, they really not know ill intent. And that hug at the back is super necessary because sometimes we'll have an appointment and not hug and the vibe weird. But if we hug and just for like a minute or two, and just give each other love because that really makes you feel like that person actually heard you and validated without this and not just doing it. Oh, you just doing it. Is what we learn, it makes you feel like that person actually heard you and right. cared. Okay, I like that. Yeah, the, the point is in there, like Jalen said, you learn how to listen, right? Because you're you 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 say back what the person is saying to you and make sure you are communicating to them what it is you heard. And it gives them an opportunity to say, well, that's not what I said. That's not what I mean. And uh, it, that that last bit of hug at the end is important because that that goes back to what y'all said a couple minutes ago. It kind of reestablishes that we having this conflict, but this is, you're not my enemy. Like I'm, we're doing this to be in a, in a position of love. Like I'm here trying to tell you how I feel about this because I love you and I want us to not have these same conflicts over and over again and yeah in the beginning uh man Tasia <laughs> was right on it like she was you know but Jalen he couldn't he couldn't regurgitate nothing <laughs> yeah we had to have him take notes like he just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't remember nothing she was saying I was like this is part of the problem man you know <laughs> nah, for real this is part and of the problem 
because I use I use that same method in business now, and it and it works like crazy. Because another thing, when you repeat what somebody say and give them a chance to hear what they say, yeah. so sometimes you repeat it and they like, wait, did I really just say that? Yes. You know, and it basically challenges them in a sense, but it's really not a challenge. It's just like, did I really just say that? Yes. Yeah, yeah understanding what they say, like. Sometimes we've had appointments and he'll repeat back to me and it gives me a chance to see how my words come off to him as like, okay, I said this, but this is what he heard. And that's why it's so important, even in appointments, when you're repeating um, something that's really important, you said when you're repeating what someone did or said, I heard you say, because I know me, don't say nothing that I didn't say. Like, don't say you said, because I'm going to tell you what I said. <laughs> So, <laughs> I may have said, like, I don't want to talk right now. And he might have heard, shut up talking to me, leave me alone. Right. Okay. So, but you say that, then I know, okay, maybe my tone, I can analyze the situation and see, oh, well, I did this. This is how it came off to them. But it definitely opens you up to how to communicate your feelings and then how to understand what you do how it affects other people. There are a lot of things that I say or do that we have an appointment over. We have appointments over and I realized like, okay, I did say this or I did this. And in my mind, this is what I meant, but this is what he, he perceived it. Yeah, so I was, um, it definitely, that was super, super helpful. And it teaches you, you know, to learn what to say or what triggers people. It shows you people's triggers. Like if I, if when people, um, when we have our appointments, when you did, okay, I know doing this makes them feel this. So I need to not do this no more. Right. So it helps to set even more boundaries. Like, hey, this triggers me and I don't like when you do this. And another thing that you told us in the appointment is like, I want like to say what you need from that person. Right. Like sometimes um, we can say what our issue is, but it's one thing to communicate the issue. Okay, here's how you feel. Now, how do we go about making sure you don't feel this way anymore? Is this something I need to stop doing? Or is it something that, you know, we can, oh, you can keep doing this. It's just this is how I was perceiving it at first. Now that I know that wasn't your intent or this is what you mean, we can do this, but within these boundaries, or I do need you to stop doing uh, whatever the action is or whatever was said. So it definitely, the communication, like you said, the communication is big because the communication, like it just branches off into so many different other things. Right. All boils down to what did we communicate? What did you say? What did I say? And then what did we do from there? It's, it's, like y'all are saying, it's sometimes just a little way you say it. Saying it in an I statement as opposed to you statement. Because when you say you said, and I didn't say that, like you saying it as a matter of fact, now I'm defensive because I didn't say that. But if you say I heard, then I could say, well, that's not what I said, you know, or you did that, or you don't love me. Well, that's you're saying that as a as a matter of fact, as a what I actually do love you. Okay. And that's why I try to tell y'all to always attach a feeling to whatever incident it is. Because if you attach a feeling to it, more the, the person listening to it has a, has a better chance of, uh, of internalizing it. So, oh, it makes you feel sad. It makes you feel frustrated. Okay, well, then, then, okay, now I have to make a decision. 
do I want to make you feel frustrated or not? As opposed to, uh, do I want to put the cup away or not? You know, it's different when you put the put the feeling into it. And y'all have been really good about um, uh, making those adjustments. It sounds like, sounds like I take that stuff serious, setting appointments yeah. and all of that. Yeah. I mean, because not every couple does when I when I give them that type of assignment. Not every couple does, and it, and it kind of blows up because if you don't stick or hold you, hold each other accountable and stick to kind of the I, I want to say rules, but you know the you know I'm gonna say rules. Stick to the rules of the, those appointments. Well, you got to do the homework. Yeah, you, gotta, you know. Yeah. You got to do the work. You got to you got to do the work of, of taking the time to put somebody in their in their right understanding. And, and um, the uh, the tone. I like that y'all keep bringing up the tone because the tone of what you're saying is people communicate for two reasons: either they want to vent or they want to solve a problem, right? And either one is fine. Neither one is wrong. You know, sometimes somebody just needs to vent, and somebody wants to solve a problem. That's 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 also a great thing, but. Um, really those are the only two reasons anybody should be communicating like if you just commu communicating just to try to win fights you you already I used it. to try to win fights yes yes <laughs> yes and and see y'all are getting it from uh, a different so me learning all of this stuff recently and then I'll be trying to bring it into our introduce it into our conversations it just pisses her off <laughs> like you're trying to therapize me <laughs> <laughs> yes. he thinks he's an expert in everything so i have to shut yes. it down yes yes and i and i really had to learn that i wasn't an, i mean that's a serious thing i mean we're laughing at it and but i really had to learn that i really thought i was a little like you know i spent my whole life thinking i was smarter than everybody <laughs> so you still do not all not really not really yes he does not really you know what's your birthday i know it's kind of like I remember it is December 9th. His birthday is December 9th because yeah. Yeah, this is, she's my our favorite. puppy has the same birthday. Who does? Our puppy. Okay. That's right. Puppy. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. And her birthday's coming up. They say she's acting like this. She's an Aquarius. That's why she's acting like this. So really? if you have any. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any, <laughs> you might have any questions? <laughs> That's where it is. But um, so we have a son that is exactly like y'all age like he's yes. 20 going on 21 right and i spent a lot of time with his friends and whatnot and they are you know all getting their little learning relationships and anything like that and um why y'all looking like that i did not know you had a son that, that old oh yeah he's 20 he turned 20 in october yeah it'll be 21 in the next october yeah so you literally got kids all right that's crazy that's why i'm so amazed <laughs> Yeah, we we we've hung around your age group for a very long time. Like like, like fourteen and like ten or something. I don't know why. No, we got we have a we have a twelve year old, but we have, we we've hung around your age group for a very long time. So we we I mean a lot. I mean like I like y'all know I was a teacher, so yeah. you know, and I started like with my son's age group. So I watched them grow up to who they are now, and a lot of them are getting into their relationships and whatnot, and um. I say to them stuff like, you know, what do y'all think about, you know, trying to introduce some some counseling or some couples counseling, and they look at me like I'm crazy, you know. Some of them do, not all of them. So I want to, I want y'all to say, what do y'all say to them, 20, 21 years old, and they're looking at me crazy talking about couples counseling, or just just kind of brushing me off like, yeah, whatever, you know, they call me coach, whatever coach, you know, whatever, Mr. Corley, you know, what do y'all say? So I say 
time is the only thing you have on this earth. So if you're in a relationship and you're not going nowhere and you're stagnant and you're not trying to progress, then you're just wasting time. So you, in my opinion, like I tell everybody, like getting counseling ASAP because it's going to help you. Like even though it feels weird, even though it's not societal, societally correct, quote unquote, or it's yeah, accepted, then it's this really it's it's one hundred percent necessary, one hundred thousand percent. And the earlier you do it, the better. So if you feel like that person is the one, go ahead and get a counseling like yesterday. So. Yeah, and I agree. Um, specifically, if you feel that person is the one, I know. A lot of people are aged. The reason they'll side eye it, if they do, is because they don't, they're not in a committed relationship. They want 10 boyfriends. So don't get in counseling with all 10 of your boyfriends. Like if you just <laughs> if you if you're wanting to date around, you know, you still in a phase where you just trying to see what you want, then by all means do, do that. that. Yeah. Now hand, and handle now getting personal counseling regardless, but when you, if you're in a relationship and it's serious and y'all are committed to each other and the moment y'all start talking about future things, like, I feel like um, something major for people, for, I would say the Black community is we'll congratulate uh, some 20 and 21 year olds having a baby before we would on them getting married. Like, mm. oh my God, y'all are getting married, y'all too young, but a whole bunch of people having babies at 18, 19, 20. And, That's cute. Oh my gosh, let's have a gender reveal. I'm so excited to be right. a TT, a granny. Like, they're not married. Right. And they can go, you can have a baby with anybody. Like, but you don't get married to just anybody and be successful in it. So, right. It's definitely flipped. And like he said, if you found the person getting counseling and it like it's only beneficial. It's only gonna make the relationship easier rather than y'all sitting here trying to lean on your own understanding because at 2021, you know, everybody not like us. Not everybody's not as mature. So taking the steps towards getting mature, emotionally mature and intelligent is major. Mm. And like he said, he uses it in business. Like things we learn in counseling, I, we use in our personal lives as well, yeah. like outside of the relationship. So that's why I say it's only beneficial. Yeah, and even add on that, like counseling has such an impact on my life. Like even in the three months, like it's it's really crazy just looking back on it. Like not even in our our relationship, but even like personal, like stuff I do, how I implement in other areas, how I'll be able to see myself in a new light. Um, and having somebody, a counselor that care about you to really help you through certain stuff, and especially somebody who's experienced kind of where you want to be at, um, you got to be listening to people that that's where you want to be at. You married, been in a relationship, um, you've been knowing her since she was 14. We've been knowing each other since she was like 15, 16, 14, 14 um, and you basically where we want to be. So um, I feel like counseling is just a huge kind of under the rug secret and it's not a secret everybody know about it but i don't know why people don't want to do it they don't reach out for it yeah yeah and another thing to add on top of that um how he said like take like listening to someone who um is where you want to be um i know for me personally i have not personally seen a relationship that i just deemed as a healthy relationship growing up so a lot of people are getting their advice and 
you know, what is required for a marriage from people who aren't married themselves or had, don't have a successful marriage or like I said, they bitter, whatever the case may be, someone who isn't where they want to be. So of course, if you have people in your ear who aren't married, yeah, they're not going to, they can't tell you the benefits of getting in counseling and, you know, for your marriage, they personally may not even know it for themselves. Like mm -hmm. definitely talking to someone who is where you want to be is major and it helps so much because a lot of times the people we seek advice from is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our friends, more people who don't know anything. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, social media is not real. Yeah. Might have to title the episode that. Um, <laughs> people get their personalities from Twitter. I always say yeah. that. Like, I want y'all to stop getting your personalities from Twitter. If you're 20 and 21 listening to this, yeah. get some personality in real life, not off the <laughs> So basically what I'm hearing in all of this is that I'm really, really good at this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Here we go. So everybody that's out there understanding. Don't give me your flowers, though. I'm really your good flowers. at this, <laughs> not just, It's not just teaching and coaching with me, man. I'm really good at this, too, just so everybody out there understands that. But go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying, Jalen? Go ahead. I was just saying, we're going to give you flowers. You are good. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. I really do. But, I mean, uh, y'all making me look good, man, because, I mean, not everybody is made like this, uh, made like y'all, and um, y'all didn't have to listen. You know, I say a lot of things, and you don't have to listen. You don't have to do the work. You don't have to adhere or hold each other accountable to the to the uh, to the appointments and other things that I ask y'all to do. Y'all don't have to do any of those things because y'all are young. Y'all got other stuff that you could be thinking about and doing. You know, and uh, so I'll take some credit without a doubt. Uh, I want to thank me, but uh, <laughs> but I also want to, as I always do, give y'all y'all flowers for you know, and I do that almost every session, and I I, I don't do it just to you know blow smoke. I do it so y'all can really hear and understand that what y'all are doing is the right thing. Definitely. You know, because you gotta you got it's hard to it's hard to be what you don't see, like you said, and I know Don and I both didn't see these type of relationships growing up. Mm -mm. You know. And uh, we were navigating through this. It's like learning on a job. You know, we've learned every, on a job, day. every single day. Um, but if you kind of find the, the, the underlying themes like you do in your conflict, you find the underlying themes of y'all of your love, then you can hang on to something like that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate and respect y'all for what y'all doing. And I got a question for y'all. Like, about that, you got any questions before we wrap it up? Go ahead. Yeah, so how do y'all, like, I know marriage is, like, super hard and, like, relationships are just hard, especially with your significant other. So when y'all get in those low spots, how do y'all keep going? Like, them super, because we all know them super low spots in the relationship, like, it's like everything going bad. How do y'all just keep going? Ooh. I guess I just feel like it's a moment in time, and I know that he is for me. Um. So I just have, I just know that tomorrow's another day, a better day. So I have to keep pushing forward and can't just, I guess, hold in that low moment forever. I mean, mm -hmm. I, might I might take a day or two, but you got to keep pushing forward and just have faith that that's the person that you want to keep pushing forward with. 
Gotcha. And I'm going to give her credit because when we have our hardest times, hardest moments, and it goes way left, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'll sit in it for a long time. I'm the worst at that. But she'll just come trotting along like nothing happened and like talking to me, like, you know, you know, just kind of, and it, it makes me click, oh, she, she really does love me. So I need to just chill. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that goes with what Jalen's saying. Like, you know, we, we have a long life, but we also have a short life. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't want to spend, because he'll spend two weeks. Yeah. Not, what is that? Uh, somebody at the door. She taught me how to not sit in my anger. And I, cause I'm just, I will sit, you know, in my anger for a, as long as somebody will let me, I will stay mad, you know? And she's taught me that it's just not worth it, you know, to, to stay in it. So when she come along talking about, you want to watch this show? I'm like, you crazy? You just <laughs> cuss me out. And all of a you want to, <laughs> you want to watch Hulu? <laughs> but, but yeah, but that's what it is. So happy to meet your wife. He's not real good about you. Every wife's fine. Until it's been fine. She's 14. She was fine this, fine that. I know. I was like, I see what his wife looks like. I'm going to go find him. He just embarrassed me. I try to be honest about, you know, who my wife is when I'm in public. Yeah, and that's helped me because I, I spent a lot of time not being honest about anything that I was going through in marriage, you know. And uh, and I, you gotta, it takes if you guys have to. It took somebody basically telling me what really what's cool and what's not cool for me to just really understand. When I say vulnerability is the new sexy, like we weren't taught to be vulnerable. We weren't taught to get and sit in a room for your in front of your male friends and talk about how dope your girl is, you know. I we didn't we didn't do that. We try to act like it didn't mean nothing to us, you know what I mean? And it was, you know, that was just toxic masculinity being tossed down from generation to generation. And I'm, I'm just happy to see that, you know, some of it's being eroded, you know? That's a huge thing as well that you just said, especially vulnerability is a new sexy because I'll never forget our first counseling session and I, and I was telling this, I was telling this to people before, and now I can see how crazy I sounded. And I was like, I basically told Joe, I'm not an emotional, I'm not an emotions type guy. Yeah, I jumped on your head right? you said that, right? Immediately, <laughs> he was like, the taser have, you have to be emotional if basically if you're gonna be good for the taser, if you're gonna be able to handle the taser, and. That took me on a journey to learn emotions. Like I'm reading emotion books, trying to get more emotional and intelligent. Yeah. Because like that was crazy for me to just say that. Cause I can't just be like, I'm not emotional. And that's basically what I am as a human. Like that's a huge part of me being a human. So five years ago, I wouldn't even be able to title my podcast Vulnerabilities and Sexy. I wasn't brave enough to do something like that. But you know, you get to a point where you like. You're securing who you are and the man that you are, and you can say whatever you want to say. And your manhood can't be questioned. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to wrap it up. You know what I mean? Um, I will catch y'all when I catch y'all. Uh, I really appreciate y'all sitting down and doing this. Um, yeah, um, like I always tell y'all, I'm very proud of y'all. And um, I'm ecstatic to, to be associated and affiliated with y'all. Um, I hope that what y'all are doing is the new wave, you know, and um, and, and, and other, lots of young people get on board. 
for what's happening right here. Mm -hmm. sure. It was nice to meet you, Miss Doc. Nana. Thank also, you. both of you guys. All right, y'all. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, everybody. The latest episode of Vulnerability is the New Sexy. I hope you enjoy that episode as much as I enjoy recording it. Um, we all have a purpose. If we're blessed enough to figure out what it is, we get an opportunity to walk in that purpose, then you can provide more peace to yourself and hopefully others around you. And I hope that in listening to this episode that you all got an example of what it's like just to attempt to even go after peace. And I'm definitely not a relationship expert. Uh, I'm still growing in that regard. Uh, still trying to learn and understand how to be the best version of myself and still coming across daily failures, uh, daily shortcomings. But um, I'm learning at this age that you can still do that. So I'm excited to bring that opportunity to a younger person or younger people to say, you know, you can still correct mistakes. Like you don't have to sit in your past or you don't have to sit in your mistakes. You can be the best version of yourself and stay with or around the people that love you. If they allow you to do that. Um, so with that being said, I just want to thank y'all again for listening and see you next time.